Welcome to Walking His Way podcast, where we'll explain what Jesus told us to teach each other to obey if we choose to walk His way. My name is Don Fanning. Some of Jesus' commands are awfully hard to obey, and we often can't even imagine how to do it, but this one today is one of the toughest challenges for us. He told us to love our enemies. How in the world do you do that? We'll listen to find out. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44, Jesus told us, But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Matthew 5, 43, Jesus said, You have heard it said that you should love your neighbor and hate your enemy. That was a common expression in Jesus' day. But Jesus taught by stating the common perspective and then directly contradicting them. He said, but I say to you, now he introduces a stark contrast in how to think about others. Jesus expected his disciples to commit to his commands and a new worldview, changing their lives forever. It is true you are, he said, to love your neighbors, chapter 5, verse 43. Wisdom warns us against vengeful thoughts. Do not say, Thus I shall do to him as he has done to me, Proverbs twenty four twenty nine. Nowhere in the Old Testament do we see, hate your enemy. Rather, it became a Jewish tradition of thought that brought great animosity and prejudice against anyone with different or opposing ideas. The early Jewish believers used this thought to justify their hatred of the Gentiles and their refusal to give them the gospel message. And that was the case for ten years after Jesus' resurrection, until Acts chapter 10. And then if you see in chapter 11, verse 19, the, the conflict. They truly believed that God hated the Gentiles just as they did. Perversion is an element of truth mixed with demonic lies to destroy what God means to say. And such was the case in the early church, and it continues through history. The Greek has four words for love, and these are philia, a brotherly love or friendship, storge, the love of family, eros, the desire or feeling of sex and in romance. This word does not even appear in the New Testament. Not that it's wrong. It can be. It's either perverted love or a romantic love. That can be good. But then the word agape is a love that seeks the highest benefit for another person without regard to personal benefits or personal agenda. This final word is the love Jesus refers to in Matthew 5.44, because it's not an emotional response, but a commitment to a beneficial action towards another person, regardless of our own personal feelings towards that person. We can choose to love an enemy, that is, we can choose to benefit him or her. It's our choice. Thus, we can love someone we do not even like personally. That's the kind of love Jesus was talking about. 
we're commanded to continually be praying for those who persecute us. Even if it does not change them, we are commanded to pray for abusive authorities to show that we care for them regardless of how they treat us. This reaction requires the grace of God to respond like Jesus told us, and we must rely on His grace to put this into practice. Do you really want to be like Jesus? Pray like this, Loving Father, you have showed us how to love those who hate us. Help me to follow your wonderful example, deciding not to return evil for evil, but to pray for those who would persecute me. Well, thank you for listening, and let me encourage you to meditate on these principles. Pretty difficult, and you need to talk with someone about it. And do it together. Challenge each other for how to put it into practice. That's what the body life is all about. And if you'd like more of my materials, please check out my website at www.donfanning.com, and you can ask a question there or leave a comment. Until next time, may God bless you as together we learn to walk His way.